Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One of a kind. We need to do the intro. You want to start with the intro, right? Start with the intro. It's your boy Prescription Man. And your girl Mary Jane, the queen of the co. And this is the, the Private, Private Hip Hop Podcast. Hey, we got it right. Hey, first try to win bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. No, it isn't. And we done took the party to podcast. Yes, we have. It's no longer just a party. The Private Hip Hop Party has manifested, thanks to Rogue Media, into a podcast. Hey, yes, what's time it for Rogue is Media? 2020, you know so we have to step our game up. 2020, yeah, yeah. get with get with it. Yeah, we definitely had to step it up. If uh, so, everybody just now tuning in. This is episode zero, I guess. Correct. So, if you don't know, uh, I am Prescription. Uh, this is Mary Jane from 94.5 The Beat. And hey. we are located in Waco, Texas. And we do a thing called the Private Hip Hop Party. And the Private Hip Hop Party um, is pretty live. And from there, it has manifested into this, the Private Hip Hop Podcast, which we hope to give you more often than we can the party. You know All right, I mean? let's talk about the party real quick. Let's remind everybody how it. we shut it down in 2019, it. 2019 with the Private year. Hip Hop Parties. Yeah. That was all local artists, all local talent. And how did you do this? This was all you, script. Yeah, well, you know, just put the ball in motion. We we started the first two were uh were way away from the city. They were in the country, and we still got everybody to come out. And after the first two, it, the location said Waco, Texas, but yeah. I ain't never been to that part of Waco, Texas. <laughs> people, got, people got lost going. I to was that actually location. scared as we kept going into it. I was like, I don't know if we supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, the location got a little country the first couple times. You know what I mean? Country but, uh, after- like Jeepers Creepers type of country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after after that, we went to the city, though, and um, kept it going. We did six months straight, right? Six months. Six months, and Mary Jane was the host every time. Yes, like except for the first one. Oh, correct. The, the first hip-hop party, I came as a guest, but I fell in love with it. I was all into it. I, I even came in like, uh, the winner going to have to win uh, an interview with me on, yeah. the, on the radio station, so... After that, I was I was on board all the way with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, low key, I think you kind of ended up hosting the first one because my boy Terry was supposed kinda, to be hosting. Yeah, I think it and he was, was a ghost. <laughs> you know what happened, Terry? I know you listening, Terry. Yeah. Thanks, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> he passed the torch on. He didn't even right? know Right. I mean, sometimes it happens like that, right? Yeah. So it's all good. Terry got his own thing going on. Shout out to him. Yeah, man. Shout out Terry. Bluesville. They also a part of Rogue Media Podcast. I feel like it's all, we're all connected in one in, in one way or, or another. 
especially our special guest on this new uh, Ooh, podcast. First guest. <laughs> first I can't guest. believe you guys invited me to come do this. I'm right. so excited. Man, nah, you deserve it, man. We, it, we, it really wouldn't have been right with, with all the stuff we got going on right now, man. I feel like uh, you're the perfect guest for the first But one. you know what? It's so funny. This is Lindsay Lipman, by the way, from 25 News. And what's so funny is, do you ever feel like when good things happen to you, you start feeling like, I don't deserve this. Like, I prayed for this, and I always want oh, yes. good things oh, yeah. and blessings to happen to other people and then when they happen to you you're like oh I don't know what to do because <laughs> you go through so many hard times right and it was difficult putting this documentary together but um, I feel good about the the final product mm -hmm. and, and what we're going to put out there so I think we always get um, you know we always doubt ourselves sometimes but um, God definitely is using yeah. you in this city and I just thank you so much because like ever since you For became sure. a part of our you know little small world that no one knew about you know it's gotten so much exposure yeah. so uh, the hip hop documentary is coming out yes. um, and you are the director well Technically, producer? the director, <laughs> producer, writer, editor, <laughs> and all of the above, and photographer. <laughs> That's awesome. Is this your yeah. first project like that? This is. So I've been doing, I've been a news journalist for 18 years now. I've been nominated for five Emmys. I've won one, mm. um, won wow. two Murrow Awards. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I was trying to put Shut my street down. cred out there. Pump the brakes, pump she the brakes. She said she won an Emmy. Yeah, I, mean, I never heard that oh, before. Oh, I should have brought my Emmy with yeah, me. Yeah, you should have brought it. Because sometimes when I'm feeling low, I'm just like, pow. Okay, yeah. so Emmy. let's go back to when she said that she didn't think she deserved this and things like that. What that are you talking from the, about? That must have been from the first four nominations. You know? <laughs> yeah, like Susan Lucci of uh, Emmy Awards over here. Always getting nominated. But I did win. Um, I did win one. But that was 10 years ago. So it's been a long time. It's, it's it's time for yeah, some, yeah, and you know, I just kind of feel like, um, you know, S1 put out there that, you know, what God brings to you, you don't have to chase. This literally came through reading an article about prescription on Keep Waco Loud's website and then just being open to telling the story, you know, oh, and that's how it started. And now here we are. So it's an hour and a half long movie. And, you know, it doesn't hit every single um, high point. It doesn't hit every single low point. But I think we do a pretty good job of telling the story and doing it initially, getting the story out there initially and commercially so that if somebody Googles Waco Hip Hop, they can learn more about what's going on in the city. For right. Sure, and sure. that's why I think you were the per perfect person to get involved because we've known about Prescription and J Trouble and, you know, all these artists who've been doing their thing for years, we've known about it but it isn't until people like Lindsay and keep Waco loud that you know come a part of it and it just explodes I love telling people especially some of my friends who live um, in bigger cities like LA or Austin or Dallas I like dropping like these little gems on them about Waco hip-hop and they're yeah. like what I didn't know that and I'm like yeah there is a lot of talent and there's a lot of hustle and a lot of people putting in so much effort into their art right and just because you're not in LA doesn't mean that your art doesn't hold up to everybody else's art and that's really one of the main messages that I hope people will will take from this facts 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 man I, I feel like you definitely opened the door bigger than it's ever been open for us before and I've seen 
from the first time that we started, even the process of it, to now the amount of things that I've seen snowball and come from that is is amazing. It's very amazing. My hat's off to you for real. For That's me. what's going to be cool is to see what happens. I, I can't wait to see the crowd reaction, first of all. Yeah. You know, a couple of parts of the film. I just want to see how people kind of soak it all in and take it all in. And then I want to see what people do afterward. Already, I interviewed um, Symbolic One and his crew. And so that was mainly in the mid to, to late 90s is when they were making music in the city. And one of the members of their crew is Butterfinger. And um, he was a producer here in Waco. He now lives in Dallas. And when we when we did our interview, he said, you know, this is making me want to make music again. Yeah. This is right. this is giving me, you know, that that feeling, that vibe of, that itch, really, right. of let me try to make music again. If there's new music that comes out of this from some of some of our Waco legends, yeah, wow, that wow. would be yeah. that would be really cool to see, kind of like what they come up with. But for example, one of the stories that you just don't know going in, Butterfinger's grandpa was Herbert Walker, who owned the only black nightclub in Waco way back in the day. So Etta James came through there, James wow. Brown. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Tina, Ike and Tina Turner came what? through there. Yes. And so, um, and our very own Classy Baloo was in the house band of Walker's Auditorium. And this is how, you know, this is how music just goes through the generation, you know, the generations of people. Right. So he had this very thriving nightclub. And because of segregation, um, all of uh, the African-American community members would go there to, um, to the nightclub and just legendary people going through there. Well, it... It pains me and it bothers me that when you ride past that area, there's no marker. There's no historical marker. Mm. There's nothing kind of signifying what was there and what happened there and what that did for his family and for generations after that. And for me, that's the whole, that's my whole role in all of this is kind of carrying that story through, connecting those stories through so that people can A, find the story people can be remember the story and then maybe they can take action you know i'd love to see a marker outside of walker's auditorium like right now if you go out there you'll see the little maroon and white tiles from the floor tiles oh really but it's just a vacant piece of piece of grass and i think we can do better in waco i think we can preserve our history Where was this located you, but it was in east waco and um it was completely torn down and so it, the actual property so it's is, just like an open field yep. and you can still see the dance floor yep. there what, yeah. year, what year would you say that was that oh the, gosh early let's see early gosh 50s? 50s. Oh wow! I want to say it's before History. it was segregation. So, 50s, yeah, James maybe pretty, 60s. Yeah, yeah. Um, just incredible. And I had to go to the East Waco Library just to even find find out that information, mm. you know, about that. But. Butterfinger, who was a prolific producer yeah, here in Waco, you know, he is part of that key to that story. And so hip hop, it's so much more than just hip hop music. And that's why I love that you guys are having this podcast because you're going to bring these hip hop stories to life right. behind the mic so people can truly understand, you know, maybe why this lyric was written that way or, you know, what this was all about. Um, the stories are priceless and they're endless. Yeah. Really, yeah. so Lindsay, when did you develop this, um, this, or like this? I don't know this love for hip hop, or like was it after prescription or before? Were you in high school listening to hip hop, or what well, was it like for you? <laughs> that's a funny story. <laughs> you know, you'll see by my boots, I'm a country girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was raised in Mahia, Texas, and uh, you know. 
I call it a footloose town because the whole town, all the churches got together and banned MTV off of off of our uh, local cable station. Wow. But they forgot about BET and they forgot about CMT. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We was in there. Look. So we were so we were listening. I mean, you know, and that's in the, the early 90s. Um, I'm an 80s baby, but uh, that's in the early 90s when hip-hop was just, like, busting out Ooh. on the scene. Yeah, so we did. We listened to hip-hop music, and we listened to country music. And um, I think, for me, it's just the um, the fact that there are so many parallels to the storytelling aspect mm-hmm. uh, in hip-hop music. But I was not aware of our thriving local scene until I started getting into this documentary. And now I'm like on Spotify listening to yeah. all of our local rappers because the music is so good. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, Timo, wow. Like his Bars. T- t- yes. Best lyricism Timo, I, I, I'm like every time I'm so impressed with him. Cam KT, Cam. Uh, you know, Jay Trouble. And when these guys perform, it really gives me chills. It's electric. They're you know good. what I mean? Definitely. They're that's that what, good. They're I polished. think that's why initially, like right after the first private hip hop party, I was on board automatically because there were people I've never heard of for the first time and instantly became a fan. Instantly was like, give me your Instagram. Where can I follow you? Where yeah. can I get your music? Because yeah. this was something that I, I had never seen anything like that before. So and shout the, out to scripture for the, that. The, yeah. the private hip hop party is really too. I mean, you know, appreciate it. But it's not, it's not. <laughs> just it's not just me so many people came together like like every time we were giving away music videos producers and beats and, and studio yes. time so we know we had tons of videographers and producers and studios that were all pitching in to help give back and in doing that man that just creates so much momentum for everybody and it just keeps the flow going you know what i mean more Definitely. stuff like that's needed and there's a community there's an actual hip-hop community and i thank everybody for allowing me in because i'm really kind of an an outside you're like our insider. angel <laughs> well it was just so funny because you know people nobody had to open up to me you know people could have been like uh like who what is she you know is she trying to exploit our story what's right. her angle and um i think they quickly realized i didn't have an angle like i just wanted to tell the story in the best way i could i know, you know? If, if you if you've been from the area i don't know that I, I feel when i've the screening that i have seen of it man seeing e and stuff like that hustler e if you don't know who hustler e is look him up seeing hustler e and people like that on the screen man and just uh it's exciting man to be able to see it at the premiere on the 22nd february 22nd uh, I think it's gonna be an amazing thing. Like, I just, just even seeing the screening, I was just so blown away. Like, that's Hustler E. I ain't never right. seen, I ain't never seen E on TV. I seen him on YouTube. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, to be able to see E on TV, watching the trailer after the Oscars the other night, like legendary right, stuff. Right, right, and not stuff. just not just Hustler E, but like DJ Precise and yeah. and even our, you know, like the close ones like Jay Trouble and you know uh, yeah. Giovanni. Just like For seeing sure. everyone on that trailer that I know and that I I feel like they they. They've been deserved this for a long time. Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm just I'm just so glad to see it all happening. And it's because of you. And I think that's why everyone is so accepting to you because they can tell that it's genuine. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? I seen the first time I met you was at the Mike Epps. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is she doing here? You know what I mean? But, <laughs> oh, but my I, God. They let her out of the so, newsroom. It was so random because I was like, oh, my gosh, she's here. You know, it, it was so good to see That's you, funny. though, because I was like that that 
to me that made me feel a lot more comfortable. Like, oh my gosh, she's she actually out here. You know what I mean? Well, like, she's like the trillist for real. <laughs> the trillist, yeah. If I could just work that into every conversation that I have from now on, that I'm the trillist, the trillist news yeah. anchor. Yeah, yeah. start yeah. with that. Start with that first, and then everything else will flow. Hi, out. I'm Lindsay Lipman, the trillist news anchor in Waco. <laughs> you have to claim that girl. Temple claim and it. Colleen. Yes, the whole Central Texas. I tell you what, you, do, you, you just leave that jacket with E, and he'll take it and embroider it. Underneath there, Trillist News Anchor. Be like, yes. uh, Lindsay, that was not approved to make it on air. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, you know, we're also trying to incorporate in the event all the different elements of hip hop. So we have Scuba Belly doing street Scooby. art and making the official movie poster. And I'm telling you right now, he's going to drop it on his Facebook and uh, let everybody see what it looks like. And then we're going to add the graphics and all that over it. But um, it's so good. He's a beast. It's so good. I'm, I'm just so proud of what we have here in Waco. Yes. You know, and it makes me just want to let everybody know. And you never know where, where this documentary is going to end up. Definitely. I was, you know, I was talking to some friends, too, and I was like, you never know who's going to see this. Yeah. Who's going to be, you know, ready to grab one of these artists yeah. and, at, at, you know, out of nowhere, you know. And just plant the seed. That's all I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just planting the seed you know, in a community that's been watering these seeds, you know, for a long right. time and planting their own seeds. And it's like if the if the guys hadn't been doing this, uh, the men and women of Waco Hip Hop hadn't been doing this, you know, since the 1970s, we wouldn't even be where we are. You know, right. we stand on the shoulders of the people who came before us. And so to me, I appreciate, you know, when people say, wow, like really good job, Lindsay. But to me, it really is God's work in my hands. I'll do the work as long as the doors are open to do it. So I'm happy to do it. That's awesome. 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 And then she's taking it to the next level. You know, right. as, as hip hop artists in Waco, Texas, we haven't seen too many red carpet events. No. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say, yeah. you know, I like literally just the last few years it's been popping because I remember growing up in high school. I'm not that old. Uh, <laughs> she's not- younger than us. <laughs> no, barely. Like maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm an '80s baby too, barely. <laughs> yeah. But but I remember growing up in high school not having a hip hop station here. Yeah. A long, radio station for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? I, yeah. We would have to listen to Dallas, you know, radio station yeah. to get the hip hop music. Right. But that didn't stop you know people from becoming rappers and being you know all that yeah. they wanted to yeah. be with the hip hop scene. So. So you got to imagine that there are some kids out there that are listening and picking up on what's going on, and they're thinking, "Wow, they're." there is more opportunity for me out there than mm-hmm. maybe they thought was possible. Definitely. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I think even us as older, you know, you know, us being older, oh, oh, you're we're old thinking, now. we're thinking the same <laughs> thing though. Like, oh, okay, there are more opportunities. We can do more out here right. now, you know? So yeah, no, I totally agree. Like this right here, like who, who you know what I'm saying? Who, exactly. who would have thought we'd been over here doing the podcast? Like, who would have known this was even here? You even like early saying? last year, we didn't have the private hip hop party nope. yet. General, you know what I mean? And now right. it's like, a podcast. Just, hey, just like on the uh, Keyway Go Loud podcast that that we did over here uh, yeah. a week or so ago. Lindsay was like a year ago. We didn't all know each other, everybody that was in that room. We didn't all right. know each other at that point. And now it's like, man, we've known each It seems like we've known each other a long right. time because I've seen everybody that was there that day so many right. times in this in this year span. Right. That it's like we're family. You Definitely. Know what I mean? And it just goes to show, like, don't give up. Like, just yeah. keep going. Hustler E says in the movie, like, you just can't stop because your blessing's right around the corner and you may not know it. And I just finished up reading um, S1's book. And, I mean, S1 has worked with 
Beyonce, Jay Z, Kanye. Uh, I mean, Gladys Knight recorded a song on his imprint on his record wow. label. Mm. I mean, that's amazing. And um, you know, and he had moments in in the book where he was talking about self doubt, and I think we all have self doubt. I mean, For there sure. was a moment when I was editing this and putting it together that I literally was like, I don't think I have the skills to do this. Like I am, like I am one person, and I don't know how I'm going to get all this in there and get it in, you know, in a way that's entertaining and, and informational. But I, I just kept going because I'm like, I got too many people. Yeah. I got too counting many people on you. counting <laughs> on me and too many people rooting for me. And so I just take a break and then I'd say, I'd go right back at it, you right. know? So everybody, you need to just get in there, get your hands dirty, you know, do something you haven't done before. So this is my very first documentary, but it's kind of opened up my world to because I'm a, I'm a single mom of four kids, you know, right. and I didn't think that this would be a possibility for me. And now I'm like, wow, you know, what else could I do, yeah. you know, with the resources that I have? You know, I don't have to have a big studio backing me with a big budget, you know. The world is yours, Lindsay. Right. And I feel like I feel like Lindsay has done all kinds of first for us just in this one thing, from the documentary to the red carpet, like we're saying, even to the people that are performing, like me personally, I've been making hip hop in Waco, Texas for, you know, fifteen years and I've never seen Scratch Master T, Donna C or Verbal C perform. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so gonna be that's, neat. that's that's it's, it's it took Lindsay to bring that out. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Legendary. Shout out to the Trillist. <laughs> Actually, that was DJ Size helping me on that Shout one. Out DJ, DJ Sy- hey, matter, Size matter has fact, just been I'm finna hit size now. Size need a good help. <laughs> He's on his way, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll right. be here. He'll be here. Yeah. And that's just another wonderful thing that's come out of this is now we've just it's almost like we've just formed these partnerships where yeah. it's like, hey, I've got this going on. You know, let's support each other because that is the message that Waco needs to hear. Definitely. We can yeah. all join together and do something and not criticize it. Yeah. You know, let's just support each other and see how much further we can go. So powerful that way. Yeah, so definitely. Way. I think that's how it is with Eagles. Me and me and Size like to yeah. brag about uh, hanging with Eagles and not the chickens. Yeah. Because, exactly. <laughs> because I feel like once you start surrounding yourself with positive people and, right. you know, everyone on the same board, you start soaring. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything starts wow. working magically. I agree. I mean, I, I started out my career writing little uh, articles for my little hometown newspaper and I'd stuff them underneath the door of the newspaper and they would print them the next day. And that's how I really got started in journalism. But I didn't know any news reporters. I didn't know how do you become a journalist, you know, any of that. And I just kind of took it step by step and and just said, look, if if somebody's going to win, somebody is going to make it, somebody's going to do it why not me? Why can't I try to right. be the one, you know, that, that does, you know, does what they're dreaming or does what they're hoping. And now I've got four little kids that are watching me do it. And uh, my two older ones that aren't going to act bad, knock on wood, <laughs> are going to be on the red carpet so that they can see, you know, the possibilities. Okay. They getting suited and booted? They getting fly or what? Yeah. yeah. I might have to take them to like, what is it? Men's warehouse? Men's warehouse. Get a little, <laughs> get a little <laughs> mini Texas. No, I'll take them to Marshall's. Marshall's. <laughs> yes. We have one. Burlington. One leg yeah. be a little longer yeah. than the other one. You know what I mean? That's okay. You'll never know. Yeah. You'll never yeah, know. We'll frame up those pictures. You can't see that. We'll filter filter those pictures. We got some teeth mi- missing. It's okay. They'll have all their teeth. That, that, that's, that's awesome though to do something that you know that your kids can come and see like that, that you did. Just like yeah. I was I was talking to Sice and he was saying he had that you know his mother was coming to the premiere. Yeah. And that really got me thinking. Like you know I've been doing hip hop for so long and you know hip hop might not necess- necess- necessarily be my mama's cup of tea. You know what I mean? 
So, like, she hasn't really seen me perform too many places or do too many things. I'm like, man, this is an event that you should definitely come right. to. You know, this is yeah. just, you get to see what we've been doing for 15 right. years. And, and it's not just me, you know, it's a whole community out here. And it's like, gives her a reason to come out. And actually, like, so many people in my family have already bought tickets. My aunts yeah. and my uncles. And I got some cousins coming, like, all because it's. Uh, something different, something new, something that they haven't ever seen before, you know? Yeah, I've got my mom coming, uh, but she had to pay her, pay for her own ticket. <laughs> no, well, I told you, know, yeah, we're, we definitely got our tickets, too, because I said, no, I, I need to secure my seat. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care if I work on the radio station or yeah. red carpet, whatever. I need to have a seat, yeah. you know, and a T-shirt. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shameless t-shirt. plug. Yeah, I was, actually, Jay Treble is uh, printing up the T-shirts as we speak. I think, right and now. I think that is so awesome, Lindsay, yeah. for Put you to on, have Jay Treble printing them out. I got his shirt on right now. But, yeah. Uh, just Shout for you to trouble. do that, just for you to do that, is it just shows so much love. Like it, it really gets a lot of respect from all of us. Well, you know what I mean? One of the things we were talking about is planning the event ethically. I can't, I can't come out here and say I'm supporting hip hop or supporting our community, and then go with a printer out of town or not pay the performers like you can't you can't do that you know you got to pay your performers you got to pay you know but i think we kept the ticket prices pretty reasonable so that people can get in oh definitely y'all hear that she's doing it the way it's supposed to be done hip-hop people (laughs) out there you know what i mean well it's all about knowing your own worth and that's been a tough lesson for me too sometimes you know you want to there comes a time when yeah you you do favors and you know you pat me on the back i pat you on you on your back but you know so many performers undercut their prices and they should be charging more, yeah, right? you know, yeah. and that's, that's food on their table. You know, it's yeah. like once you tell people what the expectations are, then that's what they're going to have to do to get you. Yeah. Definitely. You know? I, I like that you said, he said, know your worth. There's a, uh, somebody that's in the documentary actually, uh, one my media he just made a video he posted the other day yes. know your worth that yes. was his vlog title and that's very important knowing your worth is is extremely definitely important in this game. um because you could get over like someone could get over on you really for quick sure. for you and i think that's where self-doubt comes from too when you don't know your worth and you're not realizing how great you are like I, all these guys i think you know with the platform that you script gave them with the private hip-hop party and the the documentary and things like that is just like, okay, my yeah. music is good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that these are some of the issues that you guys are going to be able to, I mean, this is just episode zero. Yeah. Like you guys are going to be able to really talk about some of these issues that go deeper than hip hop, but specifically affect the hip hop community. And, you know, if somebody's listening from another state or another country, they can listen and gain some knowledge, you know, because both of you have been in this industry for a long time and you have a lot of knowledge, you know, I think about, you know, how to do things and how to make things happen, really. That's what this is all about, making it happen. And then I run into people that have been in the game just as long as us, and I feel like something that I've come to terms with is that I'm still learning. It doesn't matter how long I've been in this. I'm still learning. Exactly. I'm forever learning. You, you've won an Emmy. Oh, yeah. I, I bet you still learn oh, something. Yeah. I'm like, every how day. do I win another one? What yeah. did I do? Yeah. <laughs> what did I do that one time? Like, I need to do that again. Yeah. And you know, this right? will be submitted. Um, so after, even after our event, this will be submitted um, for an Emmy because it's going to air on television. Like, we kind of keep forgetting okay. about that fact. But wait, hold it up, is. it's okay. airing on television. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, we haven't decided yet if we are able to find a time slot for the entire thing because it is an hour and a half, which yeah. is. 
full-length movie, but um, we're going to at least air 30 minutes of it, and then it'll be available um, online and on our OTT, which is like our Roku app and all that streaming stuff, so that um, people can watch the entire That's thing. That's awesome. Which we is need, good. We need everybody to run it up. Everybody to run it up. I yeah. should have like a watch party or something. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 we're on the cool. We should throw a watch party or Let's something. Let's do it. Let's once do it. once we H- announce when it's going to happen. Exactly. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Once we announce when it's going to happen, we'll do that. I'll bring my uh, news cameras. Yeah. <laughs> we got the DJ Precise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Have a whole other party. Yeah, we Have go. a whole other yeah, party. definitely. That's a, That's a good idea. That'll be good. Yeah. But hey, you know, if ne- if Netflix is listening, hey, you know. Yeah. We'll let you Netflix. We'll let and you I heard Chip and Joanna supposed to get a network too, so they're right. going to they, they have to hire somebody. Somebody. Think, you know, I think, and Scrib can, can speak for this, I think we did a really good job with um, production value and storyline and the music. I mean, I think it, I'm really pleased with the way it turned out. Um, but going back to kind of the partnerships that all made this happen. So for example, BMI, um, if people don't know what BMI is, uh, that's Broadcast Music Inc. And they are a huge company. They're a, a publishing rights company that basically when you're an artist, you register with them and then uh, you make sure you get your money. You make sure you get get paid when your music is being used um, in different formats. And so um, I became friends with uh, the head of BMI in Austin last year on a story that I was working on. And uh, we just kept up our friendship that whole time. And so when I went to him and I've been telling him about the Wago Hip Hop Doc and he's just like, man, this is so cool. Like, I love that you guys are, are really delving into this. And um, they were on board 100% to be sponsors. And, and, and that's, that's awesome. huge. That's, that's and I do huge. think that, that's another thing of why we needed you to do this, because you're friends and you're, you're sources that you have. And also like the Hippodrome, like how many hip hop things have gone on at the Hippodrome? Shout, hey, shout, shout out to the Waco Awards, though. Yeah, shout, that was shout great. Out I loved Waco it. Waco was awesome. Waco Awards was Speaking really Speaking awesome. of, A-Ray is so talented. Yeah. You know, a you lot know, A-Ray's of, been doing his thing for a very long time, too. He is very, very good, and the sky's the limit for him. Um, I used a lot of his video in the documentary from the Waco Cypher right. and just all the stuff. He, he's he got a very creative eye. Bless Sweat Beats, huh? Blood, Blood, sweat, and beats. beats. I Blood, thought that was the hip hop, hippodrome, uh, A Ray. Yeah, A-ray. just talented people. Yeah, well, we, we're trying to get a soundtrack out before the. Uh, I heard. I'm I so heard close, the, y'all. It's like we're yeah. on the coolest soundtrack as of now. Is like 50 some songs. Wow. Dang. How do I download? How it's am I going to be able to get it? For a, the a, a, as long as you have Spotify and thing like that, you should be able to stream it. As long, okay. as, long as we get it out and everything on time, you should be able to stream it. Everything will be good. Come on, script. Uh, but hey, 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 I'm pulling, I'm pulling. But it got so so many, so much talent. I believe it. I believe it. So much talent Sorry. on there. You know, and I, I try to make sure people that weren't uh, in, in the didn't get in the film per se kind of got on the on the soundtrack. Okay, since versa, you went into that, you know I, that was another question I was going to ask you, Lindsay. Who are some people who didn't make the film who you really wanted oh to make it? I, I mean, DSD. Yeah. Um, yeah. KT Cool. You know who, I didn't, I get, didn't you know get who to that talk is, to him. right? I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, don't, you might want to ask Size if he's still out there. KT Cool is actually King Troy who sings No Place Like Home. Yes, that's you know what, what I'm I was going to say because you said he the used Arizona. to be KT Cool and he was the one that was on Rap You basement. just blew my mind. Blew your mind. What? That's yeah. my favorite song. I know yeah. it. I have seen Lindsay turn up to that song so many times. I love that that's song. That's the same too. person. Yeah, yes. he, that is. I, I remember him saying he's out there in Arizona. But um, is that song going to be in this? documentary no place like home yeah yeah she that's awesome. at the end that's yeah. the, oh i had to make i had to make that's a way awesome. for that i'm so excited yeah. for this it's gonna be you know, at the end of the day like we said it's just a door opener it's, it's step number one there's, there's yeah be- and and at the end of the day i also had to take a step back because there were a lot of influences on i want this to be in there i want that to be in there 
at the end of the day, I had to step back and say, okay, I've been doing this for 18 years. I've got to make this my art. Like right. I have to be able to, to, to kind of trust my gut. I think it got a little deep. Well, just watching the trailer, I can see, you know, how I got deep with the, you know, people who've died in yeah. the hip hop culture and things like that. So um, were there any incidents that really touched you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Zeta Bridgewater, um, I'm just going to tell you, and this is a backstory that I haven't told um, on the microphone yet, but um, I was interviewing her. And then um, I was going to go out to um, her son, Justin Wayne Bibles, was murdered um, right next to the Richland Mall um, in the Red Lobster parking lot in the middle yeah. of the day at 11, 11 in the morning. Or a PJ Bird. And there was no, um, there was no apparent uh, reason for it. There was no connection um, between the eventual suspect and him. But the um, the suspect was arrested, and then the grand jury um, did not indict him for the crime. Police believe that they know who killed Justin Wayne Bibles. Um, so I sat down and I did an interview with Zeta Bridgewater, you know, and she um, she wants justice for her son, and she talked about going uh, getting the phone call that her son had been shot and going into. Um, you know, the hospital room and seeing him just all tied up. But before she got there, um, the nurses were like, this is the part that just really hit me because I have three sons and the nurse said, I need you to prove that um, you're his mother. And she couldn't, like in the moment she was like, what do I say? Like, I'm his mom. I'm just his mom. Like, I don't know. What do you need? And then she remembered like, oh, he has my name tattooed above his heart. Well, in one of his hip hop videos, you know, you see him, he doesn't have his shirt on and he's um, like washing his hands in a bathroom and um, you can see the tattoo, you know, over his heart. And she just said that, uh, you know, she just was praying like, God, please don't take him. Please don't take him. But if you do, please don't make me make the decision of taking him off life support. And so God took him um, that day, and uh, Mrs. Bridgewater is extremely strong. She's fighting for justice for her son. It's um, you know, it's it's not right that his killer is able to um, do whatever he wants. Now, last time I checked, the suspect was behind bars for a different crime. He may be out, you know, but um, anyways, justice hasn't been served. So I go out to the cemetery to get video. And it's a much bigger cemetery than I thought. It's in Hillsboro. And it's actually the scene, um, a filming location for one of his hip-hop videos, yeah. too, which is, you know, wow, like, just uh, unbelievable that he shot a video in the cemetery that he ended up being buried in. And um, I go out there, and I, I mean, like, oh, no, like, I don't know where he's buried. So I, I go to text uh, Miss Zeta, and um, I see somebody kind of off in the distance, and this is all happening at sunset. I see somebody off in the distance, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over there because uh, maybe they know where he's buried. And the person leaves, but I go right over there, and I literally look over. And this is a big cemetery, and there, there's his grave. And I'm like, wow. I get out, and I start um, filming some video. And it ends up his aunt and uncle end up coming out there and meeting me because uh, Ms. Zeta had told them, like, oh, she needs some help finding um, Justin's grave. And... Um, wow, like after they left, I was still filming and it was a beautiful, beautiful sunset. And all of a sudden it started to thunder and lightning. And then these like big, big fat, uh, raindrops started hitting his grave. 
and I'm a spiritual person and I could feel his spirit and I could feel him saying everything is going to be okay. Um, and also thank you. And it was just like a moment of like the sun was still shining and it was raining and I caught it all on camera and it was just like, you know, I hope that Miss Zeta never gives up trying to find justice for her son because Justin has children and I met um, his two his two older boys and they look just like him, you know, and he was making music and making art and the detective in the case had asked, you know, do you think he got killed behind the lyrics of his music? And his mom's like, no, like, I don't think, you know, the things that he was rapping about he didn't even live some of those particular situations, you know, but that was his art. And I don't think that it was his art that got him killed. I think it was somebody else's um, just selfish, cowardly act uh, that got him killed. And so um, that was a moment where I felt confirmation that this work that I'm doing on this documentary is much bigger than hip hop. It's much bigger than any of us in this room. And if it can um, bring justice or change or awareness even to someone's story that's been waiting to tell their story. Miss Zeta had been trying to tell that story to local news for a long time and no one was listening. And um, so we did a special just on that story, but then there's way more in the documentary from her. And that to me was like, okay, keep going. Yeah. Keep going because yeah. there's moms and dads and there's people out there that, that need to know that we do care. We're listening, right. you know? Right. I, I'm glad you covered that. Um, what are some positive um, things that you, you got to that you, you had no idea hip-hop was a part of? Oh, my gosh. Big Binky's Barbecue is, is my, one of the most positive activities, you know, events in the city. I mean, he's the line for the backpacks is, like, out the door. It's, like, one of those, Thanks. like. It's one of the biggest backpack yeah, giveaways we have. It's, like, literally, like, a sale at the mall when, like, everybody shows up. Um, it's going to be year 10 huge. this year, right? Year 10 this year. Year 10 this year. And, That's awesome. And Shout Binky, out to Binky for that. Oh, I mean. And you know what? All these years. I think the the most wonderful thing is you see all these positive things happening. Nobody's asking for praise for it, but I'm so happy to just like pull up, get my camera out, you know, and put it on the news so people can know that's that what makes you the trillist. Yeah, that's trillist. what makes you the trillist right there is because you're not scared to pull up. No, and no. I think that that like just like at the yeah. Mike Epps thing, that's what meant something to me is like you're not scared to come in our world. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and expose it in a good oh, light. I, oh, right, I, I, I right. just seen, seen Lindsay at the after parties now with science. <laughs> <and> my... <laughs> Let me find out. Hey, hey, that was water I was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Lindsay. Thank you so much for coming and being part of our first podcast. The first ever. It's actually episode zero. 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 It was an honor, you guys. You know I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and the the blood, sweat, and beats documentary will be out. Well, the event, the premiere, will be the twenty second of February. And we got all kinds of great sponsors, like she mentioned before, like BMI, News 25, Keep Waco Loud, Deep in the Heart Film Festival, Bread Camp DJs. 94.5 to be. Yeah, I knew he was going to hit that one. <laughs> uh, MC Art Supplies, Waco Go Grills, hey. Black Sun, and Players Bell Bonds. I hope I never have to use her again. Oh. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, we got two more, too. Uh, motions. Okay. Also added to the list. And then we got... 
Power Inc. Power Inc. Hey. All right. And and and, yep. and before before we go, let's just say that big amount of sponsors for a hip hop event. Salute, salute, definitely, salute. definitely for for a city that didn't even have a hip hop station. Yeah. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. And shout out to the Waco Hippodrome hosting this yes. event. It's gonna be awesome. I'm I'm so excited. For They've sure. been great to work. Catch with. me on the red carpet. Ooh. Yeah, catch me on the red carpet. <laughs> oh, battle of the dresses, huh? I don't know if I'm gonna look good as Lindsay. No, <laughs> always. Mary Jane is always on point. Yeah, but this is another time. I can't be hoochie this event. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna have a professional photographer out there taking our pictures too. Oh, this is so gonna you know, be so it exciting. It doesn't even have to be all selfies. Like we're gonna have some nice photos. We're gonna walk away with some good memories. Photoshop like uh, one yeah. mile though. There you go. Well, well, I don't know. I had to check on that. Well, if, if, if you're listening to this and you're trying to come out and see the dress action or get your pictures taken on the red car or just come see the film y'all come out February 22nd this has been the Private Hip Hop Podcast with our first guest Miss Lindsay Livman thank you very much and we out there we go hey what's good it's your boy Terry Blues and you've been tuned in to the Private Hip Hop Podcast with Mary Jane and Prescription produced by Oni Chan brought to you by the Rogue Media Network This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.